This is the Busy Blokes Podcast with Jake Batrick and Christian Huggins. G'day, welcome to the Busy Blokes Podcast, Season 2, Episode 10, the season finale for Season 2. We're here to give you health hacks, tips and tricks that will have you feeling healthier, happier and stronger than ever. We're coming to you this season from the Digital Loop Podcast Studio on Beaufort Street here in Mount Lawley. It's going to be open to everyone this year. So if you're a content creator or a freelancer, make sure you get in touch with the Digital Loop team and they'll sort you out. Check out their social pipes at Digital Loop Australia. Speaking of flat stick legends, health coach extraordinaire Christian Huggins is with me once again. Big fella, how are you? I'm good, brother. I so I was just you've, you've changed seats today, so I'm yeah. <laughs> used to looking straight forward. But you're I wanted to, to be. Side. It's been a while since I've been this close to the buttons. Yeah. <laughs> And easy I just access. wanted them back. Yeah. Yes. Um, now I'm doing really good, bro. I'm uh, back from my honeymoon now, which was absolutely phenomenal. Um, we went to Bali and uh, stayed uh, close by to Seminyak in that kind of Seminyak Legian area. And it was just so, so damn good. It was so nice to just completely check out from the hecticness that was, even though it was awesome the last few months, but it was really crazy, like getting the wedding prepped and moving into the new house. Yeah, and bit on. Ma- yeah, <laughs> bit, bit, just, <laughs> just a touch on the social calendar. Um, but it was it was nice to get there. And the villas we, we stayed in were awesome. There was this uh, massage place that was literally 10 steps oh, from our front door. Oh, how good. 60 minutes, full body massage for $7.50. It was like, cheers. <laughs> sorted. Take my money. <laughs> But there was one one time we went in there and I got massaged by this guy who was having like a ciggy out the front. I was like, oh, <laughs> get off. Ciggy fingers. Yeah, yeah. Didn't see him wash them. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, that was good. Um, and we just had, you know, cocktails most days, like literally the best food I've had in oh, a really man. long time. Just And I was saying this to Soph on the trip. I was like, I'm not like at, at, at all in my mind saying, oh, I'm going to pig out and I'm, this is going to be really cool yeah. and, you know, blah, blah, blah. But I was like, just going with the flow and like enjoying yep. myself. So I was enjoying some pizzas and, you know, we're having like cocktails pretty much every meal and most afternoons. So I was the best pork belly bow buns I've ever had in oh, my entire life. Um, Baja fish tacos, deep fried squid, like all this good stuff. And we're really creatures of habit. So like most days kind of played out the same. <laughs> went to the same restaurants and cafes because we just like, we, we find a good spot we like to eat and it's just like, yeah. let's just keep smashing that. If it ain't broke, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you don't need to fix yeah. it, man. Um, so, yeah, we landed, you know, about a week ago now, just over a week ago, um, and now it's just about getting back into routine and really enjoying yep. the new home, which is which is really lovely. But um, big, big news. Big news. On, on, <laughs> on your side of things, just lay it on us thick. Yeah, it's been a a big few weeks. Um, We did have a a pause in our normal recording schedule, Um, so it's normally week to week, Um, but I thought uh, you put your annual leave (laughs) request in early, (laughs) so I I was happy to approve that. And uh, I've been hard at work. Yes. Slogging away. Um, And I am pleased to report that we are under the 90 kilo mark. (laughs) 89.2. That little, uh, you've you've messaged me that many times throughout the uh, the last couple of weeks or last month or two. Just that little red needle. Oh man, just just it's been teasing, yeah, just teasing this, just bouncing just above ninety, then coming back up. It's um, above ninety, coming back up. It's been funny because I'm using like analog scales, (laughs) (laughs) so you have like. (laughs) 
like how still old it's got. It's got age. the little red needle that like <laughs> was just teetering on ninety kilos for like so long, um, and then to I actually to be fair I didn't expect it to dip. It was just teetering on ninety for so long. Yeah, and I was like, oh, it's just never gonna. It's part of the process. Never part gonna of the go. Journey. And then just jumped on, and it was like bang, straight under, and so like sick. not even close. It was like I was like, it wasn't even close where I thought maybe I was just standing on them a Wrong. bit awkwardly, <laughs> <laughs> lopsided. Yeah. So uh, yeah, eighty nine point two. So uh, that's huge. Yep, that yep. was huge. Um, I yeah, we so spoke about it you. last episode. Like I hadn't been. We've been setting a few world records week to week <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the last few episodes. But, yeah, I I genuinely can't tell you the last time I was under 90 kilos. That's unreal, I hey? genuinely can't even remember. Like, it would have been years and years and years and years ago. So freaking stoked. So, um, how, how good is that feel? And just quite like, you know, you were, you were teetering on 90 for so yep. long, just, just a few hundred grams above 90. And yeah. so many people at that stage would just give up. Like, if yeah. – if, if, I don't know if you don't have something you're really working towards. If you're not gunning for it, some people are like, "Oh fuck it, it's not ha- it's not happening." Why yeah. isn't it happening? But there's this like, you plateau and then you just whoosh. Yeah, <laughs> like you just whoosh down like yeah. a kilo. Like yeah. sick or awesome. It's like you're about to ride a water slide and you're standing in that queue for ages <laughs> up the stairs, and, and then, then your <laughs> hands on the rail, yeah. about to dip down, but yeah. the lifeguard's there just with his hand up. Yeah, no, no, wait, no. wait, off you go, off champ. Go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just whooshed down. So uh, hopefully I'm still on the water slide and it keeps, yeah, yeah. keeps continuing. Um, I did celebrate pretty well. <laughs> We've just had the Easter long weekend. Oh, it happens. And um, I, I weighed in on the uh, on the Thursday before Good Friday and I was just so up and about, so mm. up and about. Um, and then the Easter social calendar was uh, full, yeah. full to the brim. Chock full, no pun intended. Three pubs. Uh-huh. Three pub meals, uh, Good Friday lunch with uh, Chloe's family. Yep, a few beeries, uh, plenty chocolate of chocolate. Off, yeah, of like just nuts. <laughs> There's just a few times in the year where the calories yeah. inside of the equation just it's, completely outweighs yeah. the calories outside. Exactly, of and like you're so busy. Yeah, it's just like you know, don't even really have time to like. Yeah, enjoy it. <laughs> enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you just like bang, bang, bang onto the next. So uh, that was fun. Um, I was lucky enough to have the Tuesday off as well, so Ooh, um, nice. got back into the routine. Like went for a nice little walk, uh, but again to brunch. So that was fun. Um, so it's been nice to like you know, once you've had the whirlwind that is the mm. Easter long weekend, just like taking a breath, getting your steps back up, getting some vitamin D yeah. and, and back on track, getting back in the kitchen, make my overnight oats for Lovely. brekkie, all that sort of fun stuff. So, um, yeah, it's like it's it's fun while you're in the in the midst of <laughs> you look back. all the pubs Shame. and whatnot and then uh, and then just taking that deep breath and getting yeah. back into the swing of things was, was really nice. Um, you know what I've realised as well with like the mm. whole chocolate side of things? I've, I've noticed this the last few years, like, I'm, I'm happy to eat a bit of chocolate over, over Easter and people know me now to buy like certain types of chocolate because yeah, otherwise yeah, I, won't, yeah. I won't touch the normal like Cadbury stuff and stuff like that. And I love having Baileys inside a chocolate egg. So oh, I'll get like man. a carabag and put some Baileys. So that's my little Easter treat tradition. But I feel like, and I've, I've been thinking about this the last few years, you get to towards the end of the Easter long weekend and you've kind of been giving out Easter eggs and chocolate to everyone else. Yeah. And you get to that like Sunday, Monday and everyone's going, oh, just you just keep them. We've got so much at home. <laughs> Don't, don't, you know, just hand him. And, and I feel like it happens every year. Yeah. You get to a stage where you're literally like your 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 reservoir is full of chocolate uh. and you're not taking any more. So it's yeah. like, can we just figure out another thing to get people or? Yeah, you open up the fridge and there's like half your fridge is taken up by like a box of favourites <laughs> yeah. and like three bunnies. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> There's fucking like crumbs with of chi- chocolate and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Some white chocolate yeah. from last year still there. <laughs> we, uh, well, I was lucky enough because my family um, jetted off to the States this weekend. Oh, that's right. So I did see that. So we had Easter like a month ago where we exchanged eggs and whatnot. Ooh. So I kind of like – I sort of almost had two Easters where I had got <laughs> heaps of chocolate from my family like you know, five or six weeks ago um, and then – more Easter eggs from Chloe's side of the family Extended. this weekend. So I'm like, yeah, rather than having that whole huge haul of chocolate in one go, I've kind of like inadvertently split it up, <laughs> which is, I think, a blessing in disguise. <laughs> a little Jesus bit. turns red uh, water into red wine and Correct. it makes your Easter last for two months. 100%. He's a clever guy. 100%. Um, speaking of firsts, um, <laughs> played footy for the first time in. Ages, eight years, I reckon. That is so. That was yeah. It was eight years ago. I did my knee, and I yeah, I hadn't played a game of footy. I'd played like social AFL nines. We yeah. played together, but yeah. that's like it's different. It's touch. Yeah. It's not you know health. You, you drop the ball and it's turnover straight Correct. away. So there's no there's none of that like rabid running around and bumping each other yeah. and trying to get the ball. Yeah, hundred um, percent. So yeah, ran around for two quarters, didn't touch it. <laughs> <laughs> Just kind lost. Steppies up. Yeah. Just lost. I'd also, before the footy, I'd, I'd coached my my women's team, so we had a nice little pre-season win. Then I was runner for the A-grade women's and then played three quarters of footy after that. Wow. And um, so by the third quarter of the scratch match, I was like cramping, <laughs> kicked a goal, had one kick, got pushed as I kicked. I'm like tumbling on the grass, hell itchy, then calf cramped straight away. And I was like, game over. Yeah, pull me. Game over. Just, just went off. Me, just walked off, took my boots <laughs> off, sat out, had some water, went, oh, yeah. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> God, it would have felt good to get that. Oh, uh, that I got snag, one of though. the all-time blisters because I've just literally been running around for like six hours. <laughs> like, it's still giving me grief at the minute. So um, it's going to be a while before I can <laughs> pull the boots back on again. Uh, but got it, got a, got away. No knee injuries, no no nice. back issues. So that was that was ideal. Um, but yeah, we'll wait and see if I actually play a proper game this year. So uh, that was fun. So yeah, eighty-nine point two. Playing footy. Who are What's you? next? What's next? <laughs> Fly to the moon. Correct. <laughs> Just about to say. <laughs> Could be an astronaut. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, Gossa, what do we got? What do we got uh, coming up today? Well, it's probably a uh, perfect time for what's going on in your life, but the whole topic for today's episode is tips for maintaining weight loss. Nice. I like it. I think I'm going to need this as we wrap up season two. Let's get stuck in. You. Alrighty, first up, um, and I put this one first because I think it's probably good to have in your head before you even get on a weight loss journey. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm just gonna go I'm overcoming a sickness at the moment, so I might be coughing a little bit throughout today's episode. But um, you know, if before you go on a on a diet or a weight loss journey, the question you should ask yourself is, could I see myself eating this way for the rest of my life? And if the answer is no, even worse, if it's like a resounding no, then you've fucked up right from the get go. Like, you know what I mean? Like if you're, if you're all of a sudden going on this really prescriptive and restrictive diet just to reach a weight loss goal, you're going to get to that weight loss goal and the result's going to be very short lived. You're just going to bounce right back to where you were or even worse off a lot of the time. So just like we've done for these last two seasons with your diet, we've made the most subtle little tweaks here and there. We've experimented with lots of different foods and snacks. You're tossing the stuff you don't like. You're keeping yep. the stuff you do like and that's working 
and you're still enjoying a little bit of treaty food like every single week. So it's like you don't feel the need to quote unquote cheat on your diet. And that's what you got to think about if you want long-term sustainable weight loss, right? That's probably been the best thing that I can take away from this experience is mm-hmm. like learning to cook healthy food that I like, mm-hmm. knowing that it's healthy and then it's there's no bullshit in there. It's mm-hmm. like it's all ready to go, good to go. And then just rinse and repeat. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's just so, so good. Like, cooking and eating stuff that you actually like, knowing that it's healthy, uh, is just the biggest game changer. Yep. Easy. And you keep experimenting and then you just keep adding to your arsenal. And eventually you have, you know, 10 different healthy dinner ideas. Then you have 10 different lunch ideas, ways to meal prep your breakfast, different yeah. smoothie ideas. Then we'll get into smoothies a bit later on. Hey, hey. Um, but the same goes for your training as well. Like, you should figure out how to eat and train sustainably lifelong while still getting towards your body composition goals. That's what I teach my clients day in and day out. I had someone at work ask me about my overnight oats this morning. They were like, what is that? (laughs) I was like, it's healthy overnight. (laughs) It's dessert for breakfast. It tastes like chocolate mousse, but everything in this bowl is healthy. Yeah, yeah. There's no no bullshit in here. Well-rounded, macros, good on calories, gives you the energy you need for the rest of the morning. Whereas people are just like, you know, I'm going to have an English muffin with Vegemite on it. That's probably the worst combination ever. (laughs) I actually don't mind that. (laughs) (laughs) Just just like a carb bomb for breakfast and they're wondering why they're like crashing at 9.30 a.m., 10 a.m. So you're giving yourself all the things you need right from the first first yeah. meal of the day, which is That's awesome. That's actually Chloe's favourite breakfast. <laughs> Vegemite. <laughs> English muffin. English muffin with Chloe. Vegemite and, and avocado. <laughs> oh, avocado. I don't mind that. Yeah, There's yeah. a bit, bit of healthy fats in there, but let's get some protein, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, so, first of all, the diet you use to get to your weight loss goal should be sustainable in itself. And the same goes, you should think about your training in that way. I train in a way that I could probably, you know, uphold for the next 20, 30, 40 years. Mm. And we'll get into a little bit about uh, more into that a little bit later on. Um, and the second second thing, depending on maintaining your weight loss, depending on how on point with your diet you were. So if you were really specific, you were tracking, you were weighing your food, you had your calories set out, depending on how on point with your diet you were and how long you were dieting for, it's probably best to now spend time with what we call maintenance calories or even a small surplus. So it means you're actually eating more food, which right. sounds bizarre. It's like to maintain yeah, my weight, yeah. I've got to eat more food. But you don't want to always be focused on losing, 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 dieting, dieting, dieting. Like our bodies are really, really frigging smart and it will slow down your metabolism to match the low calories that you're actually taking in. So it'll start to reserve energy. You'll even subconsciously start moving less. And if you're not sending the right signal with your workouts, like you're not resistance training, your body will actually start to pare down muscle too. So having less muscle in your frame and having a slower metabolism makes it more difficult to to continue losing weight over time. So you actually need to interrupt your dieting phases with some more food, switching up your training, focusing on, you know, switch your goals, focus on building muscle and strength, focus on boosting your metabolism, balancing your hormones. Um, It'll help improve your energy levels and sleep too. And then you can go back into a bit of a dieting phase. So it's kind of like just hitting the pause button for a moment, eating some more food, training in a different way, and then going back into that diet. But it does depend on how on point with your diet you were. If you were kind of going like you were or you have been, where you've been pretty much like weekly or bi-weekly, like having these high calorie meals and you've yep. gone, your body's still 
not adapting to a super low calorie amount. So you're actually doing things quite sustainably that yep. way. Is it a matter of going really hard with your diet and exercise or is it a matter of going really hard but you then got to change it up every every few weeks or whatever it is? Like, Yeah, there's, there's many ways to skin a cat, as they say. <laughs> um, so I like to do what's called like mini bulks and mini cuts. So yep. like mini diets and mini surpluses essentially. So you could be in a, in a diet sort of phase for like three weeks and then you spend like five days eating more food so you right, actually okay. you're, you're smashing your metabolism giving it this much needed boost it restores energy levels you sleep better you get stronger at the gym then you go back into a dieting phase same thing if you're really trying to put on muscle and size you shouldn't be like forever like smashing heaps of calories and eating heaps of food because your body just goes this is fucked and it's probably just putting <laughs> a, a bit of fat on so going you know three weeks into a, a bulk so to speak and then doing five days of like a, of a cut but you can do it daily you know you mean you can have like a, a really low calorie day and then a higher calorie day then a medium calorie day then a lower calorie day and as long as it kind of averages out over the seven days to what you want it to be, whether that's a surplus or a diet, you know, either way it will work. Um, But you should actually, in the long run, for long-term health, actually spend most of your time at maintenance calories or just like a small surplus. So you shouldn't be doing like extremes all the time. You can do right. extremes to get to a certain body composition. But once you get to once you're happy with what you kind of yep. see in the mirror, you're getting stronger, you should spend most of your time eating it around maintenance calories, which means you're not putting on any muscle or uh, sorry, not putting on any weight, but you're also not losing weight. You just find this healthy, stable weight and you're happy staying there. Um, when we're talking about eating a bit more and uh, being in that surplus, you don't want to be doing it with pro- processed foods, right? Yeah. So that's number three. So if you want to maintain your weight, it's probably best to limit highly processed foods. So these kind of foods that come in boxes and packages and you know bags and stuff like that, they just they make it they make it so easy to overeat them and just smash the calories, you know, in, into, into in the overall ha- scheme of things. So the more you eat those foods, the more they tempt you. They change your taste bud. So they change your preference, food preferences. They rewire your brain negatively to seek out more and more of those foods. So surrounding yourself in your pantry and your fridge with those unhealthy ultra-processed foods and constantly eating them, eating them makes it way more difficult to maintain your healthy weight. So cook more of the good stuff, eat more of the good stuff, snack on more of the good stuff. Like obviously treat yourself for sure, like weekly, yep. but don't, do sh- don't eat the shit daily because it's just going to make Correct. it harder to maintain your weight if you're always kind of like succumbing to those snacks and those high calorie treats and stuff like that. So I think it was episode one of season one when we spoke about keep your trigger foods out of the house. Yeah. <laughs> don't tempt yourself on a day-to-day basis. Keep them out of the house, whether it's you know, your Nutella or whether it's your chocolate or whether it's your salt vinegar chips. Keep them out of the house. But if you really, really, really want it, you have to drive down or walk down to a store about five, yep. ten minutes away. So it gives you that barrier. Or be given them at Easter. Yeah. <laughs> just, just ration yourself for the next year. <laughs> where does um, where does stress fall into it? So um, the next tip to maintain your weight is to manage your stress. So because stressed out people stressed out people tend to to eat more. Like you know, yeah. I, I wasn't even stressed. I didn't think I was stressed. But me and my uh, now wife, um, we went to Vietnam about five years ago or so. And I don't mind flying whatsoever. Like yeah. I don't mind flying. We're going on a five week or six week trip around Vietnam and Thailand, and we're at my my fiance uh, my wife's house with her family at the time, and we had her mum had cooked these or baked these Afghans, which is like chocolate Anzacy kind of biscuits. Oh yeah, which yeah, are awesome. Yeah, and she also made these like crumbed chickens, and they were oh, like so good. And I would have gone back to that fridge, and I think I had about sixteen pieces of those chickens and about thirteen <laughs> an, uh, Afghans. Oh. After that was that was just sneaking them. So before yeah, yeah, that, yeah. I had heaps more as well. <laughs> and they caught me, and I was like, I don't even know. <laughs> they were like, you're a bit stressed out, mate. <laughs> so maybe, maybe I am. Um, 
stre- stressed out people tend to crave like high calorie sugary foods. And also like if, you, if you're chronically stressed, you also tend to hold on to more fat as well because thousands of years ago, fat having fat on the body acted as insurance against like famine and not having any food mm. so when you're and being like having no food around is stressful so the body if you're in stressful in like today's day and age your body goes fuck what's what's happening we need insurance we need protection so often they hold on to more fat as well so managing your stress levels can manage, uh, help you maintain a healthy body composition by you know it helps you recover from workouts you're sleeping better you're not craving those hyper palatable foods gives you more energy for your workouts you build muscle easier and you're not craving all of those like high sugary high, high calorie foods the next one um, is to actually eat protein at each meal. And I honestly think if you did this one thing, it would deal with most of your cravings, energy swings, hunger pangs and all that stuff. It's Protein is an essential part of becoming a leaner version of yourself. It boosts your metabolism. It reduces craving. It's more filling than any of the other macronutrients. It improves muscle growth, recovery. It improves mood. It's relatively low in calories. Um, it's like like all of those things. It's a perfect combo for you to make your fat loss goals more effortless. So, eating high protein meals, making sure your, your snacks have protein in them, you know, all the kind of meats. So like beef, chicken, turkey, even kangaroo, lamb, like make sure you have those at most of your meals. Um, eggs are great. Uh, cottage cheese, Greek yogurt, um, like have these kind of higher protein meals and snacks throughout the day and then have like a collagen or a protein shake kind of supplements to help fill the gaps if you do need to kind of hit your targets a bit higher. That's the one thing I've noticed throughout this season is – my cravings have been way down. Mm. I remember last year when we did this, um, you know, particularly with my work and and being sleep deprived some mm. weeks, like my cravings were just through the roof and I noticed they were dialing down towards the back end. Yep. Um, but I've been implementing a bit more protein, whether it's mm. in a smoothie, like protein powder yep. or whatever. Or the oats, yeah. Or the oats. Um, you know, I've been implementing a bit more protein with my meals and I'm finding that my cravings are far down. Yeah. Far down uh, on last year, which is something I didn't really tune into until you just mentioned it. Yeah. <laughs> so you just go for a gram per pound of gold body weight. So pound yep. in Australia, uh, in America. And if you want the kind of metric version, you could do like 1.8 to 2.2 grams per kilo of gold body weight. Yep. And just trying to aim for that higher kind of, you know, calorie up uh, protein amount per day. And there's lots of different ways to do it. Like I said, you can obviously aim for like meats and seafoods and, cottage cheese and Greek yogurts and protein shakes and stuff like that. And there are some higher protein versions of nuts and stuff that you can also include to help bump your numbers there. Yeah. Um, but you just mentioned something as well about the sleep and the craving side of things. So with, with your maintaining your, your weight loss um, and you're maintaining a healthy weight, you've just, you've always got to prioritize high quality sleep. It makes yep. everything else easier. We did two whole freaking episodes on it in season one. It's the biggest domino. Like you put that down, everything else starts to fall into place. Yep. I called it the Night King from, <laughs> from uh, Game of Thrones. You kill the Night King and they all freaking die. But shit sleep, you're tired, you're moody, you're irritable, you're subconsciously moving less, you're ravenous for higher calorie, salt, fatty, sugary foods. Um, it's not a good combo for your waistline. So I like to just say now, it's just like get into bed nine hours before you wake up time. And then at least you know you're getting around seven and a half to eight and a half hours of good sleep. So if you're waking up at uh, 6 a.m., make sure you're in bed by 9 p.m. And whether you're, you're reading, you're journaling, you're doing deep breathing, you're just chatting to your partner, you're doing gratitude, whatever it is, make sure you're in bed and you're just chilling out, right? That's every time I struggle with my cravings, it's when I'm having shit sleep. Yeah. Every yeah. time. Every and it's good that you've time. made that connection now. Yeah. yeah. Because 100%. so many people are just on autopilot that it's like – just craving foods and they're just eating foods and they're not yep. connecting all right i had a shit sleep last night now this this shitty food that i'm having all this this sugary stuff after dinner is making me having another shit sleep and then I'm, it's just like this vicious cycle hey? yeah and it's i've learned that it just takes a little bit more willpower 
mm. just to think and not even thinking that the craving that you're having is just shit for you. Just making that connection about why I'm having that craving mm. is so, so powerful in just overcoming it. Yeah, literally. Yeah, because you're, you're having a, a rational conversation with yourself in yeah. your head then and rather than, rather than just going, like reaching for the favourites box or yeah, as you yeah. walk past, past it or dipping your hand into the whatever, like you, you're actually going, oh, I'm craving the hell out of that cookie or whatever it is, but yeah. I know it's because I've just had like six hours sleep last night Correct. with that, yeah. The next one is to um, lift weights two to three times at least per week. So you've done really awesome the last, uh, like since middle of last year mm. when we, we started season one, just doing the, like introducing the body weight exercises yep. and doing those, you know, from the comfort of your own living room. And lifting weights, this is really where that big lever gets pulled and your results just accelerate. So no matter your goal, whatever it is, you should always be trying to get stronger, build muscle, become more athletic and mobile. Like you want to go through different blocks of training where, yeah, you're using body weight, but then you're also doing like um, like squats and bench press and overhead press, like doing those big compound movements um, that use multiple joints, multiple muscle groups. Like if you become stronger, you literally become like a more invincible version of yourself. Like your bones get stronger. Like, yep. you, like as you get older, you're less likely to fall. Or if you do fall, you're, you can get up easier and stuff like that. So you should always be aiming to get stronger and lifting weights is the best way to do that. Plus, obviously lifting weights, you end up building a bit of muscle. Muscle is a very, very metabolically active tissue, which means it takes calories to keep it on your body. Yep. And you also boost your metabolism. So you're burning calories just while you're sitting down here talking to me. So you yep. should always be lifting weights at least one, two, three times a week. That's uh, another thing I took out of this whole experience is – if you're struggling for motivation to get moving and exercising and doing those, uh, whether it's weights or body exercise, mm. whatever it is, um, thinking that your body's always burning those calories after that oh, you've done it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like if you miss a day where you just – and you're sort of beating yourself up, you're like, no, 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 no. Yeah. I did this yesterday. Uh, the calories are still burning yeah. from yesterday. Uh, let's go again tomorrow. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you get to a point where like your calorie intake can be really – like there was a point there where I was eating like nearly like 3,500 to 4,000 calories yeah. and I wasn't like putting on any weight. Oh, that, uh, that's what I needed. I needed to eat like up to 4,000 calories just to put on weight, yep. which is crazy to think about. People are like, far out. Like 4,000 calories is a lot of food yep. and it's because I spent years building my metal metabolism until it was like it's literally just roaring like 24-7 kind of thing and it took a while to obviously get there but it's through doing what I'm outlining today, like doing this sort of like daily movement, doing like bo boosting my knee, going for daily walks and lifting weights. The next one is to fill up on fibrous foods like fruits and veggies. So obviously the fiber helps to keep your digestive system in tip-top shape, really good for your gut bacteria, loads of micronutrients in fruits and veggies to help you feel energized, sleep and recover better. But the main thing when it comes to like maintaining weight loss is the fiber and the high water content of these kinds of foods helps to fill your stomach up for the really, really low calories. So you're feeling fuller, but you're not taking in a shit ton of energy, if that makes sense. I think this is probably the easiest one people can do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this next one. Yeah. Get your steppy count yeah. up each day. Well, it's not necessarily easy, but it's so simple. Like, simple, yeah. It's honestly the, the number one health hack for, for just about everything is just start freaking walking more. I literally just got off a conversation this morning with a potential client. Um, she lives in America and she lost, so America, that she lost 40 pounds, wow. which is like 18 kilos yeah. um, just from walking. Like did, did, did not change anything else, just yeah. started walking and she's lost like 60 now or something like that. But uh, it's incredible. Like what a powerful 
obviously fat loss tool it is, but it's just so beneficial for, for so many different things. And recent studies have just come out that have fallen around that 8,000 steps per day mark as like the longevity kind of maintaining yep, a healthy yep. body composition number. So aiming anywhere from like, uh, like 7,000 to 10,000 steps a day. I think it's a nice broad range, yep. but just, you know, you got to make a concerted effort to get your steps up. Like you've, you've really chipped away at this the last, you know, year or so of like, you know, I found the, the cool far away toilet yeah. that's all the way down the stairs, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, parking further away at the shops, getting off the bus yep. stop, like the bus one stop early and walking the rest of the way, taking a couple laps at the block when you get home with your partner, walk around the room when you're on the phone. Like there's so many different ways to get your steps up throughout the day, but just aiming for that high, like 7,000 and 10,000 mark and you're going to, your, your waistline and your health span will thank you. My favourite one is just walking around my garden and just looking at how my plants are going. <laughs> yeah, so sick. It's like literally not even doing anything, just like staring. Just wandering. <laughs> wandering. It's like that meme, that meme of Pablo Escobar where he's like just standing by himself <laughs> in his swimming pool, like emptied swimming pool in his house, got his hands behind his back, just staring yeah. off into the ether. Yeah. It's genuinely what I do. Yeah. <laughs> just in my garden. Yeah. So good. Um, like going hand in hand with that, like getting your steppies up is also – and for, for, for maintaining your weight loss is to increase that non-exercise activity or that NEAT. So non-exercise activity thermogenesis, any and all bodily movements that aren't planned exercise. So using a standing work desk, um, rolling around and stretching whilst watching TV, washing your car, cleaning dishes, cooking you know your own food by hand in the kitchen, playing with the kits or pets or just like dancing around the house like a dickhead. Like all of those bodily movements that aren't planned, they add, they add up and people just discount that. They're like, oh, can't get to the gym for a 60-minute CrossFit session, so you know why bother? It's not going to help me. Like, but walking, just maintaining your bodily movement all throughout the day, like it's just so good for boosting your metabolism and your manual, manual cal- calorie burn. Do you play any instruments? Um, I have. I actually don't know where it is at the moment, but I was chipping away at playing guitar. Yeah, nice. And learning learning the uh, the chords and stuff like that. But um, my mum's partner or mum uh, bought me a ukulele for Christmas last uh, you know, yeah. a few months ago, and uh, I've set myself a challenge to be able to play a song by next Christmas. So nice. we'll see how we go. So ukulele and that, but yeah, I'm not I'm not very musical at You've all. You've come a long <laughs> way from the French horn in school. <laughs> <laughs> Do yourself a favour and Google French horn. Like, oh, that's the shit I was playing for like three years and yeah. it was so old and rusted and I knew so many people's <laughs> mouth had been on that as well. It was fucking rank. Google but the French horn and then screenshot a photo of Christian from Instagram or something <laughs> and then just swipe between the two. Yeah. You're like, what the fuck? But this is like we had our choices of like what, what we wanted to play. And yeah. I put saxophone first. I was like, that'd be so sick to yeah, learn how to yeah. play saxophone. I was in like year two or three. Yeah, You learn how to play saxophone and they gave me – the fucking French horn. French horn. Yeah, like, sorry, ran we out ran of out of, we ran out of saxophones. He's a less cool saxophone. French yeah. horn. Hey, I cop the baritone, which is like a mini tuba. Yeah. <laughs> nerd. It's just like <laughs> such a nerd thing to do, but anything to get out of school. Yeah. No. yeah. <laughs> Go to bad, yeah, bad practice, practice and then band camp on the weekend. <laughs> yeah. I remember I got kicked out of choir for pretending yeah. to be Spider-Man <laughs> and like all the boys <laughs> – all you guys were still in it like each morning and I was like just walking around school by myself like yeah. waiting for everyone to come back. Yeah. Like, it sucks. Far out. Damn ah. chapel. Um, God damn it. Okay, so back, back to- Back, back to on track. Yeah, back on track. Um, to, to help maintain your weight loss, you've got to use calorie buffers to your advantage. So you were the king of using calorie buffers this last eight months or so, but you know, if you've got a big social event this weekend or you've got a big dinner out or you're catching up at the pub and you know you're going to be eating slash drinking or consuming more calories than you normally would, don't just eat as you would normally do leading up to it. Like 
it's not about earning your food or starving yourself. It's literally just playing around with maths in your head and common yep. sense and saying, I've got a certain amount of calories that I can spend this week <laughs> without yeah. gaining weight. Do I want to just eat normally and then actually end up overdrafting, yeah. you know what I mean, and putting putting weight on? Or do I want to save my calories for, you know, the, the pub on Saturday? So eating less food in the days leading up, you know, cut out a snack or two, decrease your portion size a little bit, stop drinking the freaking Coke or soft drink to like decrease your calories there. And then you can enjoy that time out kind of guilt-free because you're like, oh, you know, I've got a thousand calories left in the bank, so to speak, to spend here extra on top of what I normally would. Then the day after, just decrease your calories a little bit more Correct. as well. That's literally my playbook yeah. <laughs> for the last year. Yeah. It's just like, right, I know, speaking. I know I've got a big one on Saturday or, what, or Friday night, whatever it is. Just be super good and diligent and just remind yourself that, you know, you can enjoy yourself on that day without, you know, guilt-free yeah. because you put the work in before. Like that that's top three game changer. Yeah, yeah, Easy. I love this one. And don't get me wrong, like you – some people some people can take it to the – obviously the, like you still can't like be an absolute asshole on the weekend and yeah. eat like <laughs> 5,000 calories Friday and Saturday night and expect yeah. not to put on weight. Like it doesn't work exactly like that. So you still, you still have to have some kind of like healthy boundaries there, but at least it allows you a little bit more flexibility, a little bit more freedom so that hopefully you're maintaining your weight and or losing weight. So you've got to still monitor how many calories you're taking in and kind of be a bit smart about it. You can literally go back through all the episodes and find out when I was being an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> It's the weeks where there was no dip. Yeah. <laughs> or a tiny little spike. <laughs> or a tiny, tiny little spike. They were the asshole weeks. Yeah. <laughs> but overall, I was pretty good. You were pretty good, yeah. <laughs> um, next is is hydration. You've got to maintain your hydration. Being adequately hydrated keeps your cravings in check, keeps your energy levels high. I remember from um, season one, we did the hydration episode. Up yep. to 60 to 70% of cravings come from being mildly dehydrated. So making sure you're getting that two and a half to four litres of water daily, obviously aiming for the higher end if you live in a hot climate, you sweat lots, you've been exercising, you're a larger person, but you just got to do that piss test. You want a light colour of yellow. If it's super clear, you're probably overhydrating yep. and flushing out a lot of nutrients. And if it starts to go darker than that light colour of yellow, it's like, oh, crap, I've got to top up my, my yep. reservoir. Um, it's funny tuning into the different sounds you make when you do the piss test. Like, Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> oh, shit. I was like, oh, damn it. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> every day. Yes. Every day. Like, oh, nice hydration, Jakey. Hey. <laughs> That's a nice urine. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like stay, staying on the, the hydration thing, you can also use like black coffee and black tea, yep. uh, you know, like tea without milk in it to help suppress appetite as well for very low slash no calories as well. So it's a good way to kind of like have between your meals if you find yourself getting a little bit peckish. Um, the next one is to eat mindfully. So eat away from technology. Don't be distracted because distracted people tend to eat more, um, consume more calories, studies will show. So you want to stay checked in, eat slowly, chew each bite pretty much to a paste if you can, place your cutlery down and take a breath between bites. This just, you're slowing down the, that, that eating process, allows time for your hunger signals or your feelings of being full to actually kick in and to register and be like, oh, you know what, like there's that whole Japanese um, kind of like the way they live their life or the way they live their diet is to eat until 80% full. So they're not like literally bursting at the seams and that's how they freaking, they look like they're 20 years old until they're like 80 and then all of a sudden they look 100. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like they look yeah. so young and healthy and fit except for sumos, but like they look so yeah. young and healthy and fit like pretty much their whole life and it's because they follow good eating practices and just general physical activity, but you can take that from the Japanese. One thing I tried to do um, to try and get better at just putting my cutlery down and, and enjoying food was pretend that you're eating with someone really, really important and you're mm. trying to do like good 
listening. Know, table manners. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, the queen. <laughs> yeah, so imagine you're like having dinner with the queen and uh, it's easy when you live with Chloe. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> She'll enjoy that. Yeah. Um, and like, yeah, if you just practice, like, because for me, like, I don't really, I don't hold a knife and fork properly normally. Yeah. I'm just fucking shoveling, <laughs> shoveling it all in. But if you actually pretend you're eating dinner with the queen and you're like just being super diligent, like yeah. good table manners, you're actually putting the cutlery down. You're not putting, you're not overfilling your fork or your spoon or whatever. Yeah. Like it, that worked for me. That's a actually bit. a sick way to think about yeah. it. Yeah, I want to steal that one. It's good. Uh, <laughs> um, it's just years of mum giving me shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, hold yeah, your fork up. properly, dude. Have you seen? Have you ever seen Nick? Patr- I love Nick. One of my grooms with Nick. <laughs> have you ever seen him eat with a knife or fork? <laughs> no. He holds them both the wrong way around, so he's like stabbing and yeah. literally like like carving. So he's got them like upside down. So he stabs it with his yeah. fork like down, so holding it with like a closed fist. Yeah, like he's about <laughs> to punch someone, and then like just like hacks at it and just like shoves it all in between two pieces of bread. Like just wolfs yeah. it in his mouth. Gnarly. Unreal. Yeah. Um, the next one is to practice the 80-20 rule. So this is about 80% whole foods, 20% soul foods. So cringy as fuck, but it has a good point and a ring to it. So you want to eat in the green, so to speak, for the majority of your meals and then indulge at different points of the week with those more like hyper palatable foods. This reduces the possibility of that like restrict and binge cycle that so many people get in. They go so focused on um, eating healthy foods, can't cheat on my diet, got to be very strict. And they're, they're so focused on that that eventually they're, the little other person in the shoulder or their brain just goes fucking just just get those TV snacks just yeah. get them <laughs> and <laughs> you end up succumbing and you end up like overeating like you end up eating yeah. a whole box of them then you feel guilty you starve yourself or you feel really shit so you run on the treadmill like so it's just it's a very unhealthy way to live yeah a much healthier way to live is to eat healthy foods like you've done this last you know ten months working on this like eat healthy foods majority of the time, stuff you enjoy, and then go out and fucking have that burger or go and enjoy a beer or yep. have a bit of ice cream after dinner and just make sure that 80% or so is, is the good stuff and then just inju- indulge, you know, weekly. Honestly, do, do it weekly, but just make sure you're, again, not eating like an arsehole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have little fun-sized bits, have a few bites, whatever it might be, like, you know, still enjoy those foods, but just don't feel guilty after yep. it. No shame, just enjoy and move on. Don't make it um, 80 20 the other way. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> that does not work. Yeah. Um, this next one um, I've just learned about se- semi recently. Um, and it, it, I think I think it's a really good way to think about things, but it's known as the rule of two. So it's about never stacking up your quote unquote misses back to back to back to back. So let's say you eat a naughty treat, just back your next snack or meal up with a better one. Let's say you miss a workout, don't miss the next one. Let's say you forget to meditate, make sure you meditate tomorrow. You didn't do your sleep routine tonight, make sure you definitely do it tomorrow night. So it's about like, all right, because we're all going to fuck up. Like I'm still fucking up to, you know, eight years into this, nine years into this. But I know that I don't back things up again and again and again and again. It's like, oh, I didn't do that thing today. I'm going to make sure I make a note. I'll put an alarm on my phone, a reminder. I'm going to do that thing tomorrow. So the rule of two is... You miss a workout, you have an already tree, you do whatever it is, just back it up with a better version of whatever that habit you're trying to instill is. Yeah, because every day you can't be perfect, right? No you might have a shit sleep, something might pop up, an errand or something you've got to do. You know, things things happen, right? You just can't yeah. let yourself kick yourself if yeah. you don't do it. Yeah, you can't. You, you won't. You won't progress if you're always focused on being. Like 100% perfect. Yeah. Like you'll, you might 
progress for a little bit, but you're just going to go back the other way because you're like, oh, this is too hard. But it's like if you just realise that failure and fucking up and missing is part of the journey and part of the process, you're going to be much better off in the long run. The next one is to limit your liquid calories. So things like soft drink, milkshakes, juices and stuff, like these have a really easy way of sneaking up on your calorie wise and they don't actually fill you up as much as like whole foods like fruits and veggies and protein and stuff would so just be wary of that it's a quick one but just like limit your liquid calories if possible yeah uh, easy one for me was just stop drinking during the week mm, yeah yeah that was a huge one save it save it for the weekend when you can enjoy it enjoy yourself try not be in the asshole territory but <laughs> <laughs> enjoy it and then just you know be goody two-shoes during the week. That was probably top four best thing I learned. Yeah, lovely. All right, we've got two more. Uh, second last one is body weight exercise or exercises on random days and, and when you're away on holiday. So you always have your body weight with you, so you always have access to this pretty much tool at all times. So you still want to focus on those functional movements like squats and push-ups, like rotation and stuff like that. But the studies will show that people who use their body on a daily basis maintain balanced weight and live longer lives, you know, that whole like neat sort of thing. So quick workouts in hotel rooms, you know, jump out on the side of the road for long work, like road trips and just do some squats or jumping jacks or something like that. Do mobility moves from your living room floor. Just just use your body. And if you want some free workouts, I've got some on my website under the free resources tab. So just get into using your body and start lifting some weights. But on random days when you're just working, just bust out some squats, bust out some push-ups, just use your body the way it's meant to. And the last one is to stop looking for magic pills and shortcuts. <laughs> like, you got to be consistent. You got to enjoy the process and the journey and not necessarily the end result. It's good to have those goals in mind. Like where am I moving towards? But don't be so focused on the destination that you forget to enjoy the process. Like there's this kind of idea or this maxim that the man who loves walking will always walk further than the person who's solely focused on the destination. Because if, if you love, you can fucking walk forever if you love walking. <laughs> or like the, the man who loves building will always just build more than the guy who needs to build a certain project and is just fo so focused on finishing the project. It's like, enjoy the journey, like change your goals, try new things, relish in your failures and your setbacks, try again, try a new way, seek you know new approaches, enjoy the struggle of working towards something because that's where you get that lifelong endeavour to be a better version of yourself. It's like, oh, cool. Let's try this new thing. Let's do. It. Let's go down this way. I'm, you know, I'm, I fucked up, but I'm going to do it better next time. Like you enjoying the process of failing and trying and then achieving something. Yeah, I love that. That last little bit. Enjoy the process and the journey, but you also got to trust it. Mm. Like I was going back through. I've got all my podcast notes in one note <laughs> in my on the on the notes app on my phone. And I was just scrolling through and just looking at the – I just put in my little weigh-in each week yeah. and just scrolling through and just seeing it come down by like half a kilo, 800 grams a kilo, like just yeah. seeing it slowly trickle down to mm. where we are today, like you just got to trust it. Yeah. You just got to trust it and be patient because, you know, you're not going to – a couple of kilos doesn't sound like a lot. Right. Yeah. But it's probably, if you're doing it properly, it's probably, you know, four weeks, yeah. a month. Yeah. Right. Of um, just chipping away and, and watching it fall off. So yeah. uh, that was the other one for me is like, that was why I was so excited to do this again the second time because mm. I saw it work the first time. Yep. Season one. Um, and just knowing that if I just chip away, be consistent, yeah, um, it'll just slowly, slowly get there. Yeah, and it's going to be really interesting and cool to see how you go beyond this season. Yeah. Um, you know, it's all about the consistency, the patience, and making sure you're just sticking at it. Um, obviously, at the end of last season, it was just like the timing was just was like divine intervention. It was like you did so well and then you just had so much stuff on for the next like eight weeks, like with like being away in Christmas and all that. So it kind of undid a little bit of that work, but then it was just, all right, 
reset at the start of 2023 and let's get get after it again. And obviously it's proved that you've now cracked below that elusive 90 kilos and most of the habits that got you here are super sustainable. Yep. Stuff that you can that you can you can replicate again and again and again and again. And now, you know, to get down towards that next like pit stop of like eighty five kilos, it's like, let's just continue, let's be patient, let's be consistent. Yep. Maybe now I do join the gym so I can start to lift those weights that I know is gonna give me that real big metabolism boost and build a bit of muscle and stuff like that. Um, maybe I implement, you know, certain different tactics or change my goals a little bit for a little while. Like it's all part of the journey and it's freaking it's freaking awesome. All right, guys, no recipe of the week to look forward to this week, but I did want to let everyone know about how the slow-cooked fish went. Buffalo yes, fish. please do. <laughs> um, unreal. Yeah, it's worked. <laughs> oh, two at the same time. Hang on. Yeah, it went yeah. good. Yeah. You've loved that fucking buffalo oh, sauce. Oh, man, eh? it's so sick. I actually think you've done that four times this season. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. <laughs> slow bu- Buffalo slow-cooked chook. Buffalo ribs, ribs, and buffalo fish. Yeah, <laughs> butter. So much butter. Hot sauce and butter. Hot sauce and butter. Um, it went really well. You okay? So two things: you just don't have to cook it for as long because it's fish. Mm, of course. Um, so yeah, it was, which is kind of great because it's super quick. Yep. You know, um, how long did you have in the slow cooker for? Uh, ended up being about ninety minutes. Oh, nice. On low. Yeah. So um, once you get everything organised, get the hot sauce and butter and stuff combined, mm. um, you literally, yeah, throw the fish in. I just sort of cut it up into like we had two big fillets of um, white fish. So I think it was a red emperor, yep. which was um, – It was I, a mystery fish. It was a mystery fish, yeah. It was fish that we brought back from Coral Bay last year yeah. um, and we decanted it into like <laughs> portions and forgot to label it. So yeah. it's been a lucky dip. Um yeah, so cut it up nice and small, yeah. um, low and slow for ninety minutes. Um, mm. So good, so good. Was so, it, was so it quite, nice. Um, like, what was the actual the meat of the fish like? Was it quite juicy so tender, and soft? Yes, juicy. Nice. Um, what you get, um, it's a little. It sort of draws out a bit of that because it's saltwater fish, mm. so it's a little. It's a little salty, mm. um, but like not disgustingly salty like you just it just sort of brings out that oceany kind of fi- right. fish taste um but it's not like overpowering anything you just sort of notice it a little bit more um and then chicken I, yeah, yeah correct yeah and it um it combined really well with the buffalo flavor so uh if you're game <laughs> yeah, give, <laughs> give it a crack give, yeah. um with the buffalo recipe you're supposed to get all the hot sauce out the bottom of the slow cooker mm. and then make like almost a little gravy sauce yeah. thing yeah thicken um, that up i fucked that up yeah big time <laughs> it like curdled yeah. on the fucking stove because i got distracted emptying the dishwasher hey were you emptying the dishwasher uh no we had friends over and the okay. footy was on that's, that's <laughs> one fucking thing you're always trying to correct, multitask correct um so i fucked up the sauce it looked like brains by the end of it oh, it was like curdled curdled and it looked fucked but anyway there was enough like sauce in the fish to, to get by <laughs> so uh yeah i'm gonna give it a nine out of ten because i actually <laughs> thought it, that buffalo <laughs> Just fucking love oh buffalo man. sauce and butter. <laughs> but so I good. actually, I was concerned it wasn't going to work. Yeah. I really didn't know how fish was going to slow cook. Mm. But um, if you like fish like me, um, give it a crack. It was really Sick. yum. It was really yum. So, uh, yeah, nine out of ten. Um, now, this is what everyone's been waiting for. The Poor radio season. skills from me. I forgot to tease out our um, smoothie <laughs> smoothie taste test segment. Yeah. Um, you have to remember last week's episode. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> for that. Um, but here it is. So the game was I'll bring in my cherry ripe uh, smoothie that I've been yeah. fucking smashing <laughs> in the last like few few yeah. little weeks. Um, I need to put a little disclaimer. <laughs> no, you can't uh, <laughs> preempt. It's not as cherry ripe as I would have liked <laughs> because uh, we the first few times I made it we had frozen raspberries just on their own. Yeah. Uh, but this time um, and the last couple I've made, it's been with mixed berries. Yeah. And I don't know what's happened, but there's like fuck all raspberries in, <laughs> in this mixed berry pack. So that smoothie you're about to try is like heaps of blueberries and uh, blackberries and right. a couple of straubs. So, so it's a bit of a black forest. Is that a, what black forest yeah, is? Yeah, that's a, a great cherry. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm going to change it from cherry up to black forest. <laughs> A little bit of coconut flakes on there. Yeah. Yeah. Bob's your uncle. Bob's your uncle. Now, if if now you've tasted yours, oh yeah, that you brought in. Yeah, so this it's, is what we think is the choc nut. Oh yes, yeah, it's, it's, it is my choc nut. Yeah. Um, it is my nuts. Um, no, <laughs> it's, it is the choc nut smoothie. So this is the one I made. Yeah, a few weeks ago. May no, that was the cookies and cream. That was cookies made. and cream. Yeah. Okay, so this is your special. Yeah, oh, it's just it's just cacao, chocolate protein powder, bit of collagen, um, frozen banana, bit of ice, coconut water, and yeah. peanut butter. Yeah, nice. And okay. you can sub- substitute any nut butter. That so you the like. ingredients for mine is a banana, mixed berries slash raspberries. If you really want that cherry ripe flavour. Uh, side note: I didn't get any cherry ripe Easter eggs for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> for Christmas feast. <laughs> <laughs> wrong, wrong, Jesus! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I watched a really funny thing. It's not funny if you Christ- if you're religious. I'm sorry, but I watched this funny video on this guy. He's like just shitting on Easter, and he calls Easter Jesus' birthday like several times, and it's just fucking poor taste. Stupid. It's fucking yeah. poor taste, but it was very, very, very humorous. Anyway, sidetracked. Uh, my smoothie uh, is banana, mixed berries, preferably raspberries, any milk that you like. Um, so that's just skim hilo, I think, in there. Okay. Um, honey, raw honey, cacao powder, choc protein, and chia seeds. Hoo-hoo-hoo. Cheers. All, All right. right. Cheers. Let's do an air cheers because we're yep. too far away yeah. and I don't want to spill this on <laughs> yeah. the equipment. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Don't mind that. Don't mind it. Yeah. It's a bit warmer than I would have liked. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to make it yesterday, <laughs> last night. Just left it on the kitchen Put bench it in overnight. The <laughs> Curdled. Yeah. No, I, I had to taste p- the um, the bacteria. Yeah. <laughs> Is it good gut no. bacteria? <laughs> yeah. Probably. Yeah. Um, and then I had to like take it. Put it in the fridge last night, take it mm. to work, put it in the fridge at work, and then bring it here. And then we've been recording for nearly an hour. So it's just been out. <laughs> it's been out of the fridge for like two I'm hours. I'm game though. Yeah. Um no, that, that is that is actually uh, rather nice. I can I can see where it would be a lot um a lot better with like a bunch of raspberries in there. It would yeah. really pull that through. But I can kind of taste the berries coming through. Yep. Um, obviously, like a bit of banana, obviously, because you put banana in there. But, like, that's yeah, – yeah, that's phenomenal. What it's protein – did you put any protein powder in there? Yeah, choc protein. Chocky, um, yeah. I don't know the brand. It's that's just from Woolies. Yeah, I'm sure it's – It's just a standard one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Don't mind it. Yours is all right, actually. Yeah. No, that's good. I think I think that's the big the big difference between probably like both of ours. Like, choc, obviously, choc nut is, you know, is what it is. Most people probably have that in different, like – Freaking lollies and whatever. This actually tastes like chocolate mousse. Yeah, love it. It's like the overnight well. oats. Yeah, but um, but yours is yeah, it's it's different with the the berries coming through. I yeah. like that. That's that's cool. 
Yeah. The the raspberry when it's just literally raspberries and banana, like mm. it's just got that nice little like you get that chocolatey straight up front, and mm. then you get this little that's bang it. of a tang. That's yeah, that's what yeah. I'm noticing. It's the the bang of the tang. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just made that up. It's sure. sick. <laughs> um, so yeah, I like it. Yeah, nice. All right, it's is it in the book? It's it's making it into the book. Yeah, yeah. And I'll even I'll even pop it on my uh, my Instagram page as well for for all the lovely listeners out there. Um, no, that is that is cool. I never, I've never been a big fan of like cherry ripes and and you know I, I love berries. Like I love eating them kind of by themselves, but I never thought about loading up a smoothie with like heaps of berries in it. But yep. that would be that would be sick with the raspberries, the bang of the tang. I yeah, like you're not um you're not like putting heaps in. It's probably mm. like maybe half a cup yeah. of raspberries um, plus a banana. Mm. Um, but oh, the raspberry one is so sick. Yeah, play around with it. How get, that? get amongst it. Um, well, there you go. That was a very um, – no one else can see how fun that was. <laughs> Everyone's probably turned it off funny. Yeah, turned it off funny. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Next podcast. Uh, <laughs> uh, hey, that's it. Oh, bloody hell. Season two, done and dusted. Uh, mate, thank you again. Um, keeping me on track. Like, yeah. It's just been a fucking blast. Yeah, it's, it's been, been so, so much fun. Um, I hope everybody out there has enjoyed it. Um, get in touch if there's something uh, you want us to talk about. Maybe next season. We'll see Ooh, how we go. We yeah. haven't talked about it yet. Yeah, I don't know. We'll we haven't just, talked about we'll it. We'll see what the uh, the feedback is from season two. I love doing it, you know. And I, I have we have we do get good feedback throughout the season. People messaging, yeah. commenting. So I love that. Um, so if if you do want to see a season three, and just to prove to us you are still listening, give us a message or something. <laughs> Give us, give us a share, give us a like. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll hopefully have season three in the works. And obviously, all your ideas are welcome. You know, both, most of this season was based upon the feedback we got of things people would like to see. So, yep. if you want to see some more ideas or content next season, definitely get in touch. Done and dusted. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening to the Busy Blokes podcast. It's your one-stop shop for all your health hacks, tips, and tricks that'll have you feeling healthier, happier, and stronger than ever. Thank you to the team at Digital Loop Australia for letting us hang out in your fucking unreal podcast studio uh, this season. It's been absolutely fantastic. It's going to be open to anyone who wants to have a go at making their own podcast. Uh, It's going to be open later this year. Thank you, Damo, for all your hard work behind the scenes, mate. Really appreciate it. I will transfer you that cash. Um, (laughs) Don't break my legs. And uh, we'll catch you next time on the Busy Blokes podcast. 